Hello and welcome to Bill Stern's Sports Newsreel from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. This is Bill Stern with a Colgate Shave Cream Sports Newsreel. Colgate Shave Cream and the Stern is on the air. Colgate Shave Cream and the Stern with stories rare. So now take Bill's advice and you'll look so keen. You'll have a face that's both smooth and clean. Colgate Shave Cream and Bill Stern. The 526th edition of the Colgate Shave Cream Sports Newsreel. Transcribed and featuring America's most famous collector of yarns and stories. Some legends, some hearsay, but also interesting that we'd like to pass them along to you. And to do this, here is radio's number one sports reporter, Bill Stern. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Tonight I'm in Dallas, Texas, getting ready to broadcast tomorrow's Southern Methodist Notre Dame football game. And our guest tonight is the Dean of American Sports Writers, the famous Grantland Rice with the very first public announcement of the Look Magazine All-American football team. First, however, here is Real One, part of a song. How many of you remember a song called It Had to Be You? It had to be you. It had to be you. Behind that song, there's a great sports story. Story of golf. For the man who wrote that song was named Isham Jones. In an year of 1920, Isham Jones first took up the game of golf. And yet, believe it or not, one year after this man first did take up the game of golf, this man went on to win the championship of the city of Chicago. He won it for left-handed golfers. Oh, but speaking of golf, perhaps one of the strangest stories about the game of golf is the story of Cyril Walker. Cyril Walker, who was born in England and whose girl came to him one day and she said, Cyril, if you go to America and win the golf championship of the United States, I'll marry you. Cyril Walker did go to America. And in 1924, he did win the golf championship of the United States. The years passed by after that. Last year, a gray-haired, sallow-faced little man, broken down, down and out, walked into a police station, sadly said to the sergeant, Sir, I'm hungry, sick, and tired. I'm broke. I have no place to sleep. Can I... can I sleep in your jail? The policeman let that broken-down man go to sleep in a jail cell that night. However, the next morning, when they came to awaken him, they found this human wreck dead. The ragged hobo who died in jail was Cyril Walker, the former golf champion of the United States. Ah, there are many strange stories to come out of the game of golf. Like the story of the golf game that took place recently among three golfers. One of these three golfers was named Monty Muncrief. Monty Muncrief, who during this golf match, suddenly stopped playing golf as he turned to his two golfing companions and said, Say, guys, I got a business deal that might interest you. How about it? Will you take a chance and invest money in this scheme of mine? The two men did take a chance in Monty Muncrief's scheme. To date, to date, that scheme has produced four oil wells worth over two million dollars. You might be interested in knowing who Monty Muncrief's companions were that day in that golf match. These two companions who are now making millions because of that golf game are Bob Hope and Bing Crosby. 
Yeah, these are strange stories of golf. But ladies and gentlemen, all these incredible stories I've just told you might never have happened if it hadn't been for one particular golfer who lived many years ago. For you see, if it hadn't been for this golfer, there never would have been any golf. For this golfer played the game despite the fact that it was against the law. However, this golfer had the power to legalize the game. For history books will tell you that this golfer who gave golf to the world, yeah, history books will tell you that this golfer who gave golf to the world was the Queen of Scotland, better known. Mary, Queen of Scots. Ah, but perhaps the most amazing golf story of them all is the story of a youngster. A youngster who wanted to play golf but wound up as a prize fighter. This youngster fought 58 fights, and he fought well. But in his 59th professional prize fight, the youngster was beaten so badly that he never recovered. He suffered a heart attack. He's had nine separate strokes. He's completely paralyzed. And yet, strange as it seems, every Saturday afternoon when the Fighting Irish of Notre Dame play football, this man is on the playing field. But there's an ambulance parked inside each stadium. And lying in that ambulance watching the Notre Dame team play football is this man, this man, this paralyzed ex-prize fighter. For you see, this paralyzed prize fighter lying in that ambulance inside each stadium watching Notre Dame play is the older brother of Frank Leahy, the football coach of Notre Dame. We'll be back in just a moment with our guest, America's most famous sports writer, Mr. Grantland Rice. But first, here is Real Two. Since tonight we are in Dallas, Texas, I'd like to say that here in Dallas, men know and appreciate Colgate Brushless Shaving Cream. They know that Colgate Brushless gives you the grandest shave that you've ever known, even in cold or hard water. And you can prove it without risk. There's one buck cash, says Colgate Brushless wins you in a flash. It will, too, and here's why. Because it's light and fine-textured, Colgate Brushless completely surrounds, softens, and supports each bristle better than greasy, heavy creams. No matting down, no clogging. Your razor doesn't skid or skip when you use Colgate Brushless, but cuts through clean and smooth. You see, that light, fine texture of Colgate Brushless shaving cream gives you plenty of extras. Makes clean, close shaves so effortless that your face doesn't feel the razor. No, sir. You get a smooth, sweet shave, and your face feels wonderfully comfortable after the shave. What's more, Colgate Brushless spreads easy and goes further. Saves you both time and money. So get a large or giant-sized tube or jar of Colgate Brushless shaving cream and try it one week. If you're not satisfied with these wonderful shaves, just send the carton top back to me, Bill Stern, Kara Colgate, Jersey City, Zone 2, New Jersey, and you'll get one dollar. Now, you can't top that. Remember... There's one buck cash, says Colgate Brushless wins you in a flash. Real three. Colgate's camera close-up of Grantland Rice. Tonight, for the first time anywhere, here is this year's All-American football team, which will appear in the next issue of Look Magazine, as picked by the Football Writers Association of America and America's most famous sports writer, Mr. Grantland Rice. Hello, Bill. Good evening, Granny. Tell me, how'd you pick your All-American football team this year? Well, I didn't pick it by myself, Bill. I had the invaluable assistance of the Football Writers Association of America, made up of the most famous football writers in America. They helped me pick my team. And this is the first public announcement of your team. Is that correct, Granny? That's right, Bill. The team will appear in the next issue of Look Magazine, which is due out next Tuesday. All right, Granny. Let's have the first official announcement 
of your 1949 All-American football team. Who's at left end? Leon Hart of Notre Dame. Left tackle? Wade Walker of Oklahoma. Left guard? Edward Bagdon of Michigan State. Center? Clayton Tonemaker of Minnesota. Right guard? Rodney France of California. Right tackle? Robert Wall of Michigan. Right end? James Williams of Rice. And who are your four backs? Well, here they are. Robert Williams of Notre Dame, Doak Walker of Southern Methodist, Emil Sitko of Notre Dame, and Arnold Gallipor of Army. There you have it, ladies and gentlemen. The first official announcement of the 1949 All-American football team is picked by Grantland Rice, which will appear in the next issue of Look Magazine. Thank you so much. Good luck and good night, Mr. Grantland Rice. Night, Bill. Real four. Port of a boy named Andy. This is the incredible story of a youngster. A youngster whose mother sold him into slavery. The youngster's name was Andy. When Andy was only a child, his mother sold him as a slave to a neighborhood tailor. A man who, after he'd bought Andy, proceeded to put a chain on a child's leg and chained this boy to a workbench. Chained him to a workbench as a slave. And this tailor who'd bought Andy kept this boy chained to that workbench. Kept him chained for six years. Six long, desperate years. Until one day, one day, a stranger by the name of Sam Woodworth happened to walk into that tailor shop, and he saw this young boy named Andy chained to that workbench as a slave. Sam Woodworth felt sorry for the young boy who was chained to the workbench. In fact, he felt so sorry for Andy that that same night, Sam Woodworth returned to the shop, and he helped the youngster to escape. After Andy had made his escape from slavery... He moved into another part of the country, and in another part of the country, he went into business for himself. Immediately, Andy began to prosper. He made money. Yeah, Andy made money, and because he liked sports, Andy bought the finest racehorse that he could find. Soon, Andy's horse was winning race after race. He was proud of that racehorse. That is, he was proud of his racehorse until one day when his girl came to him and she said, Andy, why do you waste your time like that? Why? What would you have me do? Well, first, Andy, you ought to learn to read and write. Will you teach me? Of course I will. Andy's girl did teach him to read and to write. She not only taught this former slave to read and to write, but she gave him a complete education. In fact, she educated him so well. She educated him so well that Andy, Andy went on to become the president of the United States. Do you see, Andy's full name was Andrew Johnson. Do you remember in the beginning of this story? Do you remember that I told you about a man, a man named Sam Woodworth? Sam Woodworth, the man who found Andrew Johnson when he was a slave, chained to a tailor's bench and, and freed him. Well, ladies and gentlemen, this man, Sam Woodworth, who did free Andrew Johnson from slavery, is the very same Samuel Woodworth who wrote a great song, the never-to-be-forgotten Old Oaken Bucket. I'll be back in just a moment to tell you about next week's guest. But first, here's Real Five and Arthur Gary. Tonight, we're in Dallas, Texas. And here in Dallas, men know that there never was a sweeter shave or a fairer proposition than this. There's one buck cash. Says Colgate Brushless wins you in a flash. 
Bill Stern, tell the fellas why. Because it's light and fine textured, Colgate Brushless completely surrounds, softens, and supports each bristle better than greasy, heavy creams. There's no matting down, there's no clogging. Your razor doesn't skid or skip when you use Colgate Brushless. Instead, it cuts through clean and smooth. Isn't that the kind of shave you want? Then try Colgate Brushless Shaving Cream. See how its light, fine texture helps prevent razor scrape. Let you enjoy the smooth, clean, comfortable shave you've been looking for. Tomorrow, get a large or giant-sized two-board jar of Colgate Brushless Shaving Cream. If one week's use doesn't convince you that Colgate's is the shave of shaves, just send me the carton top and Colgate will mail you your dollar. Address, Bill Stern, Kara Colgate, Jersey City, Zone 2, New Jersey. Now, what could be fairer? There's one buck cash says Colgate Brushless wins you in a flash. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is the 3-0 mark for tonight. Uh-huh. Tonight I'm in Dallas, Texas, getting ready to broadcast tomorrow's Notre Dame Southern Methodist football game. Next Friday night, next Friday night, we'll be back same time, same stations, when our guest will be the famous singing star of stage, screen, and radio, Mr. Tony Martin. Wait a minute, ladies and gentlemen, wait a minute, just a minute, if you don't mind, please. In the 11 years that this program has been on the air, I don't ever remember asking any of you to listen to a particular coming program. Now I'm going to do that very thing. I honestly believe that next week's show is so unusual that I will ask that you make a special note and try and listen to it. For next week, we're doing a special tribute to the late and greatly beloved Bill Robinson. And appearing with us on this program next week in this special tribute to Bill Robinson will be such stars as Tony Martin and Shirley Temple. I think you'll find this a beautiful tribute to a great man, and I hope you'll be listening. All right, boys, if you don't mind, let's have the closing theme once again. Hit it, please. Here we go. Well, that does it, ladies and gentlemen. Until next Friday night, I'll be seeing you on the screen in the news of the day newsreels at your favorite Lowe's or Associated Theaters. Now, until next Friday night, this very same time, this is Bill Stern wishing you all a good, good night from Dallas, Texas. Colgate Shave Cream and Bill Stern is on the air. Colgate Shave Cream and Bill Stern with stories rare. Synodic Bill's advice and you'll look so keen. You'll have a face that's both smooth and clean. Colgate Shave Cream and Bill Stern. Ladies and gentlemen, be sure to listen tomorrow night over the same network to the Colgate Hour of Fun. Yes, fun for the whole family, with a day in the life of Dennis Day, followed by the hilarious Judy Canova Show. And listen next Friday night to the special tribute to Bill Robinson on the Bill Stern Show, which tonight was transcribed and came to you from New York City. Hear the new Mindy Carson Show tonight on NBC.